Poirier? Poirier Grid. People don't care about anything. They move on yeah. too fast. Gamers are bitches. Yeah. I hate gamers. I fucking, that's, it wouldn't be a news outlet if we didn't. No. Oh, well, they, are the, they are what's wrong with society. That's right. Yeah. True. Yeah. And I am talking about myself. Yeah, no. Violent sociopaths. Yeah. Literal monsters. Yeah. Everybody, welcome to Let's Get Gaming Podcast, episode 36. This is, we only have like one or two more weeks before like the end of this year, which is crazy. And we are, if you haven't noticed, we're trying out a new time slot for the, for the podcast. So, you know, if this works better for us and for you, we'll stick around with it. If not, who knows, man, we'll change things around. Just know that we're making advancements and changes on the podcast for the betterment of all of you. I'm your host, Patrick Denny. He joined with me this week and almost every week. Chris Montpetit, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm still here every week. Every week. Stefano Fontana. Which one of us is the Mike D from Beastie Boys? Is it Pasquale? Is Pasquale Mike D? I'm gonna I'll be honest with you, without having any reference to what you're saying, I agree with you. <laughs> I, I say it because Pasquale is a drummer, so he yeah, is by default Mike D. Okay. And Pasquale Galuzza. Hi, I'm Mike D. <laughs> oh, every every once in a while, we set up the perfect opening bit, and Pasquale just just kills it every time. He's he's not so good at coming up with himself himself, but if you set him up with it, yeah, you yeah, know he's he yeah. he knows like when the ball's coming towards him, he knows how to catch. You know, if you leave him if you leave him like play catch with himself, he just goes yeah hi. He'll he'll throw it. that ball against the wall <laughs> no. for hours, but you know it just won't get anywhere. <laughs> That's why it's, it's a team effort, you know? It's a team effort. That's, that's how I work. I don't work so well. <laughs> exactly. He's, support, yeah. he's the support man, for sure. He's, he's the finisher, you know? Yeah. <laughs> call him in at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, we're, we're coming up towards the end of the year. We have a couple podcast-related projects that we're, we're looking at uh, to, to get into the new year. More information will follow on that. But for now, we're, we have a kind of a relaxed, I'm, I'm sure, a, a non- offensive episode of let's get gaming podcast as we get into various news from around the world of gaming getting into the end of the year there's not really much going on but um i don't know i i do have a, a little bit of a opening bit for you guys Ooh, if, if, you're, I love these. if you're interested in hearing my story these are always good um so I, I think at this point you know we've done 36 plus episodes of this podcast we've grown together as as co-hosts but also to the people listening this uh, listening to this nightmare you know, we're, we're we're family at this point, which means that I feel comfortable sharing this with you. Oh, um, so recently I found out that I have a vitamin A deficiency. So okay. I need to I need to increase my intake of vitamin A. Vitamin A is, is, you know, found in leafy plants, vegetables or anything like orange, like, you know, carrots. Right. So I've been eating a lot of carrots, carrot juices, smoothies, which is good on the one hand. Because like I am like getting a, a vitamin, nutrient, mineral, those are three separate things that my body needs. So I am technically healthier now because of this. And, sure. it, and it's good because my vitamin A levels are going up and they're within a healthy range. Um, the, the downside of this is that my shits are oh. like Chernobyl orange right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to use the word Chernobyl. And they didn't warn me about that. <laughs> So I, I've had I've had a very startling couple of days here. Yeah, that's your body getting rid of all the disgusting nonsense inside of you. That's, yeah, 
all the 7-Eleven you Uber Eats to your house. <laughs> that's that's the that's that's the cleanse that's going through right now. Yeah, it's it's they, bad, man. They probably <laughs> hoped you would mix in like some broccoli or spinach or I got my healthy my healthy smoothies going on right the intaking of kales and then you know leafy greens but like yeah, my god super, man a super it, vegetable like yeah kale. a heads up would have been appreciated that's all I'm saying you know like <laughs> a fair warning it's like hey increase your vitamin a intake also there might be some side effects <laughs> have you uh have you eaten beets before I've eaten beets and scared it literally scared the <laughs> shit out of me <laughs> it's just <laughs> If you don't, if someone doesn't warn you, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Dude, I feel like food related stool coloration changes needs to be covered more in like elementary school or it's something because like blueberries, another one to worry about. Dude, blueberries just makes it, it makes everything black. Which is, which is scary because black means you're internally bleeding. Black is like the worst color. (laughs) Means you're dying. Red is like, okay, like you might just have like some you know, some cuts going on. Black yeah. is like, you need to go to the doctor yesterday. Yeah, if it comes out as tar, you. you're dead. We're that's half dead already. Like, that's it. Sorry, dude. dude I love, anyway. I love when you can learn something about, uh, you know, about life on this podcast. It's really great. What a great yeah, way to start. I, uh, I spent yeah. too much of my time. I spent too much of my time studying stool, so. Mm. It's just tell me about it. Like a, yeah, Chris gets it. I get it. It's shitty. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's a real shit. Seven O, is this a hobby or is this just like a? I believe it's called anxiety and uh, hypochondriac. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yes, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. At the end of every day, you just take a look and then you pull up like the chart on your phone, being like, "Okay, I'm there was, seven A right now." Do you have like a scale of like like acceptable and non-acceptable the, shit? Circle so, of trust. There was there was a brief time where that was a li- I'd be like, I text my brother, "Hey, like." Am I dying? And he was like, you're not dying, idiot. Get out of the bathroom. <laughs> I was very scared. It was a serious anxiety problem for me. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm, you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm glad that you, uh, you're able to come through that on the other side, you know? I'm alive. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're still here. That's all that matters. That's, yeah. that's right. I mean, if it comes down to it, I will be your friend to examine your shit color that, for that, you. You know what, Chris? That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I have you guys here, but like if any of you send me a, a DM at like three in the morning being like, yo, am I dying? I need you to <laughs> consider this. I, I I will kick you from this podcast and my life. <laughs> Note to self, send Pat a photo of my shit. That's that's the way out. That's the way uh, out. I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. You might want to throw out that Christmas card I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> don't open, don't open those. He, he mixed it up with his stool sample. They had to send the doctor. So yeah, 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 just yeah. Literally his shit. Yeah, it's well to keep it festive. There's also a packet of glitter in there. So as soon as you open it, it just it, it goes everywhere. <laughs> That's not the sound it's going to make, but it's close. Anyway, so hey, we really, yeah. <laughs> we've hit our stride today. I, I, I think we've peaked. Honestly, right. if you stop <laughs> listening right now, that's fine. With me. Anyway, uh, in other news, uh, welcome our first listeners from Brazil. Um, glad glad to see that we've permeated into another market. Um, this one's for you, boys. I love jujitsu. Right. So hey, there you go. Sure, that's right. Jujitsu is from Brazil. A part one of them, yes. Yeah, a, a lot of people don't know that. The only people that do know that are weebs. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I could be that for you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, Inda. we're getting uh, we're getting up to the holiday season. So uh, 
I'm I'm looking at cozy time, you know? I don't want to do anything stressful. I, I just want to relax. Um, and that's kind of reflected in the games that I've been playing the last couple of days. But uh, I'll open it up to you guys. Uh, Pasquale? Yo. Dare I ask, what have you been playing this last week? I have been playing Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, my God. How fucking good is it? It's so good so far. It's a great game. But how, I'm still how far into it are you? I did... You know those first like main missions that come up where it's like go break the brother out of the camp, the blacksmith brother. Um, yeah. I did like those first main ones and then a couple of their extended uh, uh, subplots. And now, then- Pasquale, I-, I know you as a gamer. I'm assuming as soon as you gain control of the character, you just ran off into the woods I- and started finding foxes. 100% opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> How cute are those foxes? Those foxes are They adorable. are adorable. I want one. Now wait till you get to see his ass when he goes to a hot spot. Oh, I've seen that multiple times already. That's the best. That's the best. Dude, I, I'm really glad you brought that up organically because it's it's like just two hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> it's wild. Like, like it's, wild. it's 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 it, ridiculous. It threw me off though. Like when he was like gonna get in there, I figured I'm like, oh, he's just gonna get in. I don't know, like like underwear or something. No, nah, dude. Fuck naked. I, I thought that's, one that's a traditional way. Go ahead, sir. I was going to say that's the traditional way of getting into a, a hot, uh, a natural spring, yeah. wang out, ready to go. I, was, I thought we were going to get a whole fruit basket at one point, one, one wrong turn. Yeah, that's they, all. They were like one leg movement away from showing it. They <laughs> were saving it for the DLC, but they that's, were too scared to do it. You know, they didn't want the hard A rating in Australia. So yeah, yeah, that that really would have hurt the sales. <laughs> i'm glad you're uh, i'm glad yeah, you're actually you know you have a little bit of free time to play some games pasquale considering yeah. you're the you know you're the fourth seat on a video games focused podcast uh no problem yeah. i'm can, just glad you you've stressed beyond your sudoku and solitaire games yeah you know that, that was a moment in my life uh hey Papacino, it's okay what'd you name your uh what'd you name your horse sora mm. oh yeah are you are you do you find yourself attached to sora uh kind of yeah like, you'll, you'll get there like I'm all, they, I, I think once you them. strengthen your bond it'll all just get right in there and you'll be like yeah this is my horse. this is your horse yeah that's what uh, the game I does will. really well it really like makes you feel connected to the horse because it's really like the only consistent thing that you have throughout the game yeah, yeah and your one true friend yeah it's you'll like, like, you'll it's, like it's always there for you it's also yeah, after every mission, he's kind of like you're forced to look at him for like a good yeah. two minutes before it actually lets you get, get yeah. control again. Every once in a while, you'll be like laying on him on the ground, and then you'll like stand up and you'll go. It's great. Come, Sora. So, oh. I would recommend um, do because you have the the director's cut, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I would recommend do the the DLC Iki Island before the start of Act Three. Okay, it hasn't even given me that option yet. So yeah, I think you'll find it like halfway through Act Two. Okay. Yeah. But it's 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 a lot of fun. The DLC is like great and highly recommended. But yeah, there's a there's some horse specific things there that I think you'll enjoy. Okay. And yeah, definitely do it before Act Three. Cool. Yeah. I'll let you know when I get there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, in about uh, six months. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll be hearing about this for the next thirty episodes of the podcast. <laughs> though, you know, it's, you it's, buckle it's, up, everyone. The chronicle of Persona Five is over, and now we're actually moving and, into until, something that I care about. Until I start Persona, Persona Five Royal. No, Jesus Christ! Which Stefano, I have not, so. <laughs> what have you been playing this last week? Uh, I've just been balancing my 2007 life. Uh, I finished Mass Effect One again on the Legendary Edition. Just casually been... replaying Mass Effect One. That's right, and I'm uh, so excited. Mass Effect Two, and I've been playing Halo Infinite Campaign. 
Can I, can I ask you an honest question about Mass Effect? You sure can. Does does knowing how horrible the third game is impact your ability the to play the third game? Two? Is amazing, and you bite your fucking tongue. Okay, now what? Sorry. <laughs> no, no don't aggressive. don't be don't be. A, hey, that's totally fine. You're entitled to your wrong opinions. <laughs> uh, I really liked it. I like the third game a lot, and, I, and I'm curious. The other one to, that's worse. To, it's Andromeda. That's not is really not good. That's the the third game is the one that everyone hates. The ending. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm curious to see if I playing them so to, close together, if I notice the connections um, in between mm-hmm. one, two, and three more than I did when they were like three years apart from each other. So yeah, I imagine like a game like that. That's how you'd want to play it. Like if you if you're going there for the story development and you know for the fact that your choices actually do matter in some capacity, then that's the way you want to do it back to back, right? It's not like okay, you played Mass Effect one, Mass Effect two came out like what three years after the fact so by then you're like i have no idea what any of these things are <laughs> that's right <laughs> like those that's choices right? are so far in the distance that it doesn't even matter anymore but yeah, yeah I'm, I, hey man I'm excited to play all 100 hours of my mass effect yeah life all over again this is this is a season for like comfort food video games you know like i don't want anything crazy i just want to sit down play some games and just get ready for the new year yeah with transformers disease coming in we have to buckle in and hunker down yeah it's wild that when we're what are we on the omicron variant now and and somehow the worst thing that the world is facing is that it take two one fucking game of the year so (laughs) i guess that's a good thing that i'm still salty about that but i promise i won't let it flavor this episode um chris what have you been playing this week i've just been finishing up pokemon pearl like i'm just grinding out the end so i can hit the uh the elite four and just be done with it yeah the elite four is not a joke in this game yeah um i've been pre-warned that uh cynthia is a ruthless bitch and uh (laughs) all of them like every single one of the elite four in the remakes they all have their own unique way of screwing you over yeah plus there's the interesting addition that uh this is the first like iteration of fairy type being in this game because that wasn't a thing when it first yeah it it changes the dynamics a little bit but i think to make up with that they decided to just screw you over yeah completely like like that's what it is like i i genuinely struggled against this elite four for the first time ever like i i would it's like it's like every single memory of the elite four is like fighting like ultimate necrozma and like ultra sun and ultra moon there's just that level of like why like this should not be allowed by ai but it's it's not fun. But hey, I hope you do well. Yeah, like I'm I'm pretty good at for uh, for just grinding at my Pokemon. But like right now, I just gotta round out the rest of my team because I can't just use my uh, Empoleon just to destroy everything. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta get it a little bit ready. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. I, I I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I've been playing like Pokemon, uh, the Brilliant Diamond just kind of like filling out the national decks where i can like pokemon home integration is coming sometimes next year so when that happens i'll probably fill in the holes that i'm missing i i don't know man i've just been kind of bouncing around between different games every single game i picked up on the ps5 this year now has some form of dlc or like free update so all my trophy lists are like completely butchered at this point like outriders got a a little content drop with new expeditions and trophies to do assassin's creed valhalla just had a crossover event with assassin's creed odyssey which is kind of cool 
they also announced their Dawn of Ragnarok expansion or something along those lines, which is like a 40 hour long God of War hack and slash adventure. Like there's some cool stuff coming out. And here I am just playing Pokemon Go. I got, I got a shiny Reshiram, got a shiny Zekrom right at the yeah. end of the event. Now Kurim's uh, out in his shiny form, and I'm going to get one of those icy bitches. So yeah, I'm looking forward I, to that. I wasn't able to get a Reshiram, but uh, I did end up with uh, um, two uh, Ze- shiny Zekroms, and uh, I just got a shiny Stantler like about an hour ago. Hey, with, with, the, with the costume on? With, with the sleigh bells, yeah. Dude, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm usually not somebody who goes all in on cuteness, but I'm like I'm willing to sacrifice a child to get a shiny feel with the with the scarf. <laughs> yeah, this is the first uh, first time we've seen uh, feels shiny so far in the game. Yeah, so. the official release of of shiny feel and it can evolve. So this yeah. is this isn't the first time they've done it, and it annoys me. But I swear to God, I'm going to get that shiny. I don't care what I have to do. I've genuinely. Uh... I've done pretty good for shinies like in the last week because uh, during the Dragon Spiral uh, event, mm. I, I actually was able to get a shiny Dino from a uh, very very research task. That. Yeah. Um, and then before that, I got a shiny Bulbasaur and Snow Runt. And right as the event ended, I got a shiny Spinarak. So. Well, I hate pretty much most. I, everything you said there, I need. That's really. <laughs> Uh, dude, have, you know, let's just start another podcast. Let's get Pokemon Go podcast, LGPGP. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Then, then the acronym's already there. We could just start this off in the new year. That's it. That, that'll be our Patreon bonus. Yeah. Give us five bucks a month, and we'll give you a, a one episode of Pokemon Go-centered news every every week and a half. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll have to start considering what to do with that. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's in the next year. You know, we got things in the works. Yeah. In the works means they were mentioned in a chat at one point and everyone acknowledged it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> boom stinger, a boom stinger, a boom stinger, a boom, 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 boom. Hey, do you guys know about NFTs? Unfortunately, yeah, Mr. Black, <laughs> Mr. Black, <laughs> that should be an NFT. <laughs> I guarantee you it is at some point. <laughs> NFTs and cryptocurrency, it's a thing that everybody's talking about. And honestly, nobody knows what they are. Like, you can't define them. There's no way of knowing what they truly are. Um, You know know what an NFT is? What's an NFT, Stefano? It is the tech bros version of Arbonne. And, you know, Arbonne, like the Avon Arbonne. Oh, you mean uh, MLM? Yeah, like it's a, it's a tech bro MLM. That's right. <laughs> 100%. This is the I, thing like when the person used to talk to you in high school that never really paid attention because they were either like high out of their mind or like <laughs> skipping class and then hit you up like, hey, dude, long time, no talk. And are you interested in buying? To me so are you times. interested in what, whitening your teeth? Man. I have the product for you. It sounds like a pyramid scheme. It's that's congratulations. Remember, we set up Pasquale not being able to play catch by himself, but if somebody <laughs> throws him the ball, he's, he's totally fine. Like playing slow pitch. Yeah, it doesn't always work. Bro, it's not a, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's, it's a, a multi scheme. It's a multi-leveled <laughs> pyramid scheme. What's a pyramid scheme? Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, if you well, want to get a, into it, I'm a girl boss. Okay, if I sell all my friends on this makeup, I can get a BMW X3. I just I just have to pay like the person that signed me up 
$500. And then I then sign 12 people up and then they give me $500, which then Ooh. I take that cut and then give it to my boss who then gives it a cut to her boss. And then I get a and BMW. Then we, and then we all win. I get a BMW. You know, Hashtag the best part is boss. Hashtag Hashtag the entrepreneur. Hashtag Chris, you, make you it. just described <laughs> the market infrastructure of this game that we're about to talk about. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So um, NFTs, cryptocurrencies in general, everyone's talking about them. Everyone wants to get into them. And of course, you know, they're, they're getting into different markets. And this is no excuse for the world of video games. Video games are getting into the NFT markets with one of them being a little game called Axie infinity uh, this uses its own ethereum-based cryptocurrency to facilitate the creation and use of the axes which are think of like little pokemon but not for legal issues uh, in the game since the game is built on top of a blockchain network many people have used the game as a means of income generation as well as use it to trade digital goods basically it's an online pokemon game where you can earn real world money from it if you know what you're doing so this, the whole concept behind this is that these axes are NFTs. They're unique, little individual digital creations that you can sell, that you can use to create more, and that you can play this game with. Um, think of it as Pokemon. You need three axes on your team so you can play the game. The mm -hmm. axes are unique, and they could breed to make more axes. There's a limit to how many times they could breed just to control the market. Right. Um, it's kind of interesting in the sense that like, I like the whole idea behind it. Sure. However, I hate all of this. So if yeah. you're interested in playing Axie Infinity, this is what you're going to have to do. Uh, to start, you're going to need to create an Ethereum wallet, or you could use your existing wallet to buy Ethereum itself, either through Binance, MetaMask, or one of those uh, platforms. You need to create an Axie Infinity account on its actual marketplace. And then if your Ethereum wallet was created uh, via MetaMask, you can use it to log into Axie Infinity directly. But if not, you could download the Ronin Wallet browser extension, which is built on top of the Ronin sidechain created by Axie developer Sky Mavis. Uh, Ronin Wallet can be installed on Google Chrome and Firefox if you need to, so don't worry about that. Uh, you click on the attach Ronin to account under the activate Ronin wallet box in the middle of the dashboard. Then you could deposit your Ethereum from your main wallet to the Ronin using the Ronin bridge application. And then from there, you could acquire the axes from the Axie Infinity marketplace. Uh, if you're looking to get into this game, you're probably going to need an initial investment of about five to six hundred dollars. So you could purchase your first axes and then start using them to, you know, That's play fun. the game. Um, <laughs> but but it's great. So the way it works is that you can great. You buy your axes, you breed your axes, and then you could sell them for a profit. I have a little bit of, of um, statistics here, and this is on the Axie Infinity webpage. So um, 2.8 million daily active players are playing this game right now. Okay. Uh, $3.6 billion have been traded in their in-house marketplace. And the most expensive axie ever sold on their marketplace sold for it eight hundred and twenty thousand dollars now i don't oh know i don't know if that's usd i don't know if that's usd because they it don't probably say. is um but yeah eight thousand two hundred unless it's like, like you know like korean yeah. dollars or something that's still a lot of money <clears throat> so yeah. this is axie infinity um uh, can i say one thing go ahead everything you just said to me is gibberish 
Like, I didn't understand. <laughs> that's that's the secret of NFTs and <laughs> cryptocurrencies in general. Every I think like like the idea behind this is like it's not new in gaming, right? Like, you remember like when Diablo released and they had like their real money auction house? Yeah. Counter Strike has been doing this for a long time. Yeah, like this this wow, whole thing could exist without but nft with with wow the items aren't unique so on counter-strike they're very rare there's only like five of them and that's why they're worth money oh, okay whereas wow well, not wow might do it now but but the auction house before was just like if you were too lazy to try and grind out a a uh, raid yourself you could go and buy okay. it oh, okay um, but people sell accounts on wow that are like maxed out for like tons of money yeah, well, I'm well. That's people, something that... people buy shiny Pokemon on eBay for for Pokemon Go. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. People will always spend money on things that that they spend their time in, right? If, yeah. if there is a thing, someone is willing to spend money on it. That's, if yeah. there's a, it's like the if there is a four. <laughs> if there's a thing, there's someone that's too lazy to do it themselves and will pay to have someone else do it for them. Right. And that's what yeah. water bottles are, right? <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, we've seen Please gold farming in World of Warcraft has been going on since like the inception of MMOs, right? Rune, People Rune have escape. always, yeah. And and that concept is even happening in this game here. So at the end of your matches, depending on how well you do, if you win, if you lose, other variants are put in together and you earn small love potions or SLPs. This acts as the game's basic experience points. And these SLPs are actually like ERC-20 tokens. Like they're their own form of cryptocurrency. And then you use these to level up your Axie or to breed them. So like you're getting, you're gaining cryptocurrency from playing this game and how okay. you, you could spend it in the game or you could do whatever you want with it, right? <clears throat> Flag on the play. What's that? Flag on the play. Yeah. At what point is there so much bullshit meme cryptocurrency that it doesn't really matter? Oh, because it, it's already, already started. It's already there. Like we're, we're there, not right? even halfway through, my friend. There's more. Oh my god! <sighs> now this I'm is where coffee. I need to get a my coffee brain can't this. keep track of all this. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. So th this is where things get interesting, right? Each axis' unique ability comes from their specific genes, right? Because remember, these are NFTs, so they're all unique and specific. Right. To keep it similar to Pokemon, they're it, like it's specific to their gene. You said like, which is essentially like their type. So, so, the, so there are like different types, like elements of axes, right? Okay. But every element, like every specific axe has its own like random generation of stats. Okay. Some stats are better and some stats are worse. Yeah. And because remember, these are things that you could sell for real money. People will try to get the best possible combination of numbers to make their thing worth more. Okay. Right. Um, so you could breed these things. So when you breed them, 50% of the traits from the child is inherited from the parents. So the better right. axes that you're breeding, the better children you get, right? right. That makes sense. It's just like real life. Uh, you can nice. mix and match different types of axes by grinding to create the ones that you feel will hold value. And hopefully the market agrees with this. Each axe can be read a maximum of seven times to avoid hyperinflation. So like once your axe is like retired, it can't have kids anymore. Oh, it's like having menopause. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After a while, it's just it's not going to work out no matter how many times you, you throw them in the nursery or the daycare, whatever they're calling it now. Um, so this is where things get interesting because the way it works is that you could transfer, you know, from this Axie currency to Ethereum, from Ethereum to Binance, and then from Binance, you could buy more cryptocurrency or cash out your money. So you can make money playing this game. And there are different ways of doing that, either 
doing PVP battles and, you know, ranking on the leaderboard, breeding the axes and then selling the children, uh, collecting and speculating on which axes are going to be rare at some point or another, which ones are going to be needed for like upcoming events, farming for the love potions and then selling them on cryptocurrency exchanges, uh, using the in-game AXS or the Axie Infinity Shards token to buy digital goods and assets within the world of Axie Infinity to sell later. So think of this as like just its own living economy where you need to put in 600 bucks to get into. Now, with all that being said, how do you guys feel about NFTs, you know, working into the cryptocurrency side of things? And because like, I don't know, man, it's still for me personally, we're still like early on in like this whole cycle. But I feel like we're going to see more and more of this stuff. I think like the biggest issue right now is that the average person has no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. I mean, yeah, we're at, we're the average person, and what most of what you just said to me was absolute so nonsense, absolute just gibberish, straight, yeah. straight bullshit. So, I think ultimately, I understand what a why a cryptocurrency is useful because it helps people who don't have access to like good, like it helps people in like in like third world countries and stuff like that because it gives you a monetary way, way to make money that's relevant outside of their country. And all that kind of stuff. But my uh, other podcast doesn't do it. Makes this reference to like, they're like, well, what, what will happen if your if the U.S. dollar collapses? At least you'll have crypto. And he's like, man, if the U.S. dollar reaches zero value, you are not going to have a computer yeah. to go get your <laughs> cryptocurrency on. So it won't really matter. <laughs> and well, go ahead, sir. I think that's a good point, right? Because like, I think one of the things you need to remember is that these are NFTs, which means that they also exist outside of this game, right? Because they work off of a blockchain. So like these axes, yeah, they're used in this game, but like if this game shuts down, you still have them, but they're also useless if the game shuts down because you have no way of selling or trading them. So like, yes, they exist in their own little economy and they can be moved from place to place, but without this portal to have it all run, they're just, you know they're useless ones and zeros to me all, all it screams of like is a bunch of people who who are talking really smart to people who don't know any better saying this is important and everyone should care thus inflating the value of the thing for the people who are in on it early and have it early and now it's like look how rich you are so you can get rich too it's like i said it's an mlm yeah it is it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of cool that like multi like mlms have evolved from like hey sell my like herbal life to like Yo, I bred this perfect IV shiny Axie. It's available on the marketplace right now for $500,000. Go get it, boys. But, you know, do you guys think that this is a viable way of making money? Do you, do you think, I mean, sure, there's a little bit of an investment that you have to put in and you need to understand how the fuck to play the game at first. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, man, these things are selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars. You got to get in on this, this Axie grind. I think it's you can get money from this. It's just, you really have to know what the hell you're doing. And this is, it's pretty much like playing stocks. Like it's, it's even, it's, wor it's worse. It's stocks mixed like, with cockfighting. Yeah. Like, a good example is like, like, okay, let's use the most successful uh, cryptocurrency in, uh, in Bitcoin, right? Dogecoin. Whatever. Bitcoin fluctuates like $14,000. Of the on the day, like two point five percent of its value gets fluctuates up and down. Yeah. What currency could fluctuate like that and it still exist? It just wouldn't happen. So like, mm -hmm. yeah. it's just it's way too volatile. To like, you need money to even think about investing in it. You need so much money that you could just 
not care if it fluctuates 14, is, like two to five, two to five percent this on is a daily basis. Playground, like yeah. that's what this is. I'm gonna make you feel stupid because you're not playing around it. And it's like, man, I'm gonna go earn my Canadian dollar that's already worth half of what every other dollar is on the planet and hopefully yeah. eat lunch today because I don't have time <laughs> to care about this. If, if you're somebody who could throw in half a million dollars into a market and then check an hour later, be like, oh, I'm only down a hundred grand. Like, you oh. know, like, like sure. More power to you. Um, I, I can't do that. I don't know about <laughs> you. Honestly, like I'm looking at this and like, I like the idea behind it. I think it's cool. But then they're like, you need three axes to start playing the game. All right, how do I get those? You just buy them from the marketplace. All right, how much is it going to be? Like six hundred bucks. It's like each. Okay, sure. So you have to spend eighteen hundred dollars to Wait, play each. Oh, it's not for all three. I don't know. Maybe somebody's selling them for a little bit cheaper. You know, maybe you get a good deal. I mean, we did just have like Black Friday and everything, right? So maybe maybe there are some axes on discount. I've never felt more like an old man yelling at clouds my entire life. Dude, I, I feel this. like this is like. Like, yeah, when you're a kid and you're growing up and there's like things and you're, and you're trying to explain them to your parent and they just don't understand. I, yeah. I feel like I'm at that borderline when it oh. comes to cryptocurrencies and NFTs. It's only going to get worse. Well, my, my whole thing is it's you're earning the cryptocurrency that they own, right? Well, no, because if it is an NFT and only one person could own an NFT at a specific point in time, the very def definition of, of an NFT is a unique digital good whose trade history and ownership can be tracked with proof right. of purchases um, and, and a history. But their marketplace is run through like their game. So you're probably using their currency to but no, see, buy but that's, trade, right? That's the thing, like, because it's, it's NFT, it's, it's built <laughs> off of the Ethereum blockchain which means that they're using another service to create these items and they're making a marketplace for them, but the actual items are somewhere else. Well, so like, yeah, yeah, if the market, like if, if Axie Infinity shuts down, all this shit's useless because you can't use it anywhere else right. unless you were to sell and then transfer those into something else. Some right? other kind of wallet or something. Exactly. How yeah. could you sell it? because no one's going to want it because the thing doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I know. Well, then, there you go. I mean, this is all supply and demand. So at other, some point, someone's going to stop caring. The other thing too, though, is like, um, isn't, isn't this just making them more money, the more you sell it and, and trade it anyways, because like the way the like a crypto uh, or any kind of uh, NFT is like, it gives the creator. So if the creator is technically the game, and you were just like randomly assigned it like technically anytime you're selling it the creator gets money from whatever you profit off of so they win no well, matter what well i agree but I, I would wager a guess that anybody who put out a product for consumption is there to make money you know like i'm not like yeah they're there to make money but like that's the whole point of it at least they're doing it in like a somewhat different way kind of you know it's a little it's a little spicy it's nothing too crazy I, have a question. Um, I just yeah what's up is there any value or purpose to the blockchain outside of nfts and cryptocurrency i think of the blockchain as like the central hub of what of of the cryptocurrency or like the nft yeah so it only exists for cryptocurrency yeah so Who's controlling this though uh the, the illuminati that's right. No, so, okay. so, so here's here's run my by deal. pigeons here's, and governments. Here's my deal. Yeah, right. Pigeons don't Pigeon exist. Drones. Pigeons aren't real. Yeah. So here's here's my thing, right? And and I get frustrated with tech bros who talk about this because they go like, because they get mad when someone goes, okay, 
So I have an NFT. I quote unquote own one, whatever the fuck that means, and no one else can have it. But right. But someone can just copy and paste it and have the JPEG. And they're like, well, it's not the same thing because like they don't have proof of ownership on the blockchain. Right. Correct. What in the fuck does the blockchain matter? So it's so 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 like I said, an NFT is something that does have like a receipt, right? Like like the Mona sure. Lisa. There's can, one Mona Lisa. You could get a recreation of the Mona Lisa and have it in your house. That doesn't mean I can't you own the Mona Lisa. I can kind of explain this a little more simpler for, for Stefano to understand. So imagine it's like you're a musician okay. and I, I sell you my master tracks. Okay. So I give you the rights and the master track. So like you can you can take that and you could put the song out wherever and distribute wherever you want it to go. You could have it so that people can remix it from like your stems and stuff like that. But you own the master. So I understand like fundamentally what that means. Like I understand why, like I get the ownership part of it. What I don't understand is it's all fake value because owning yeah. a master. Well, anything's fake. Everything's fake, fake value. You know, well, no. we made up money, right? Well, like, yes, it didn't I did. Exist well, before we, us. But but my point is, is that like something like let's say the Mona Lisa, right? The Mona Lisa is worth money because it's the only real one in existence, and you can't really do anything about that. No, everything and, is worth money because we assign that value to it. Sure, but a physical item having a value. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Because like, it's you're it's just, struggling with that. It's digital, that's why. <laughs> well, it's not even. It's not even. I am struggling with that. That's true. Yeah. But it's not so much that I struggle with the idea of owning something that's digital. I just, I struggle with the idea of it being unique. more important. Yeah, it, it more important because it's digital. I can understand the physical thing being unique, and that's but, and that's being more valuable. I think what you need to understand is that the purpose of NFTs is just money laundering. Like, yeah, just yeah. straight up, it's 100%. money laundering, right? Like, that's all it's there. Sure, the average person could get, like, buy, like, a, a JPEG of, like, a dog with, like, a thumbs up and, like, a diamond moon behind it and then sell it for, like, a trillion dollars. But it's just there for money laundering. That's, the, that's, that that's the purpose of it. Is that all these tech bros will be like, yeah, man, and they'll say a bunch of, a bunch of smart words like blockchain, NFT, and crypto, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe the other person will be like, well, I guess you're right because I don't know what you're saying. But really, they're just saying shit. It doesn't matter. And it's my same problem with the stock market. It's all perceived value. It doesn't actually really matter. Think, think of it like, this way. You, perceived value, though. Stephen, no, think of it this way. You have a wallet, right? You have a physical wallet that you use to carry around your physical cards and, and your cash, right? Sure, sure. So in order to participate in this digital market, you need a digital wallet, which is then which you could then connect to various digital cards, which we'll use as, as an example for blockchains, right? So it's just in order to play in this playground, you need the tools in order to get in there. Once you have those tools, you could go around and you could do whatever you need to do. So my, my problem isn't isn't the like I said, it's not like I don't understand it like literally. Yeah. I just don't I don't understand the oh, no. I well, the yeah, value because it's it, stupid. You know I mean? This is dumb as fuck, dude. Yeah, fundamentally, I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, well, I, I agree. Personally, I mean, like, good for anyone who makes money, just made money off of it. Like, yeah. Just kind of like, kind of touching on like the whole NFT thing. I don't know if you guys heard about this one. Someone at work actually sent this article to me uh, and, and the guys at work, but um, some, have you guys heard about like this, these stupid bored ape NFTs? Oh my God, yes. They're so <laughs> ugly too. They're not even nice. Yeah, so like, this is how I kind of like look at it. And it's just like, it's a stupid monkey that someone just like reskins differently and and they're selling for like three hundred thousand dollars a piece because stupid well well someone actually someone actually resold them, much, right yeah, yeah they're not nobody's worth that much. buying that 
Well, no, someone actually bought one for 3000 bucks because someone forgot to put an extra couple zeros on the end of their price oh, tag. I love it. <laughs> My favorite meme is like NFTs be like, and then it's just like alt skins of like the Super Smash Brother characters where it's like yeah. Mario, Mario in blue, American Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of stupid. Like what people are spending their money on. Like, I, I, I guess I kind of equate it as like the the, the physical um, collector in me. Just think, I just don't see a yeah. The idea is that it is an investment, right? And in this situation, it's an investment where you could also play a game with it, right? Like the monster raising whatever it is. That's something that people want to spend their money on and, and think that it's it's it'll hold its value over time and the game won't like disappear like the squid game cryptocurrency that just screwed over everyone involved in it then sure right like but at the end of the day man hey you spend your money if you if you got like the the 500 bucks to throw down in a on a pokemon nft game go for it man i don't care this what is just for money. bored rich people yeah bored well i mean let's let's okay 500 bucks doesn't make you a rich person no but like being able to spend 500 dollars does not make you rich. no <laughs> i mean, I mean... <laughs> To, to spend well, five hundred dollars still thinking about it. Yeah, if you could drop five hundred bucks and be like, "Yeah, that's fine," and sure, you're pretty, you're rich. Yeah, you're richer than like ninety percent of the world. That's right, exactly. Uh, okay, well, when you put it in perspective, but sure, <laughs> you'll be richer than like two percent of the world, actually. <laughs> anyway, closing thoughts on NFTs and video games and their place in them, because I guarantee you, we're going to be hearing a lot more about this in twenty twenty two. Oh, I already know. Like we're seeing it with Ubisoft and their skins and whatever, but just—it's just microtransactions now. Just keep it out of it. It's—it's it's gonna have its time and place. Just keep it out of video games. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna keep know. playing Mass Effect Legendary <laughs> Edition and not have to worry about it. You know, Nintendo just released like forget Amiibos. Just move on to NFTs. Like that's 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 what the market. To be wants. honestly, correct. That's pretty much what they are. <laughs> well, yeah, they can find a way to digitize them. Yeah, and connect them to the Ethereum blockchain. Sure. I actually just hate every word about that. The Ethereum blockchain just sounds stupid. It just sounds like something that you would <laughs> really make pretentious. Up in a, yeah, it sounds like something you'd make up in a bad science fiction movie. You don't have the Ronin extension to connect the Shibarium to the Ethereum <laughs> blockchain, dude. Come I, on, man. It sounds like I, Mass Effect. <laughs> it's, but it's, I watch. So I watch Critical Role, and there's a bit at the beginning of Critical Role for an ad for uh, NordVPN that mm. Sam on the show does. And he's like pretending to be a, ha- a hacker from the movie Hackers. And he's like, he says shit like that all the time. Like hack into the XYZ axis and put in the Ronin 343 leet speak and <laughs> break the chain. Yeah. And it's, it's just, that's, but that's what blockchain, just what you just described to me sounds like that, but that's real. People are like, fuck yeah, let's invest in this. This is a good idea. <laughs> Better yet, who's inventing the names for all this shit? Some like asshole in, the, in his basement. Yeah, it's Gabe with Newell, a lot of actually. money. It's Gabe Newell. Yeah, he's just, every every they just go up to him like once a week. It's like we need another name. All right, Shabarium. <laughs> Shabarium. Pack it up. That fucking one man Jabberaki <laughs> or Jaborki, Jaborki, oh. Jabor, whatever. Anyway, anyway, Boomstinger. Boomstinger. I forgot to before. This is a rare mid-show tangent. Oh, is it rare? <laughs> I <laughs> I played the Matrix Awakens, the tech oh, demo for <laughs> Unreal Five. Yeah, 
It's so good, dude. First of all, it's it's a 27 gig download. Holy shit. It's, For it's what, five minutes. It's maybe five minutes. So yeah. Um, first of all, they're like super tongue in cheek about the whole thing, right? Like it's like training like the new uh, agent in the matrix, and they're like, Oh, the city looks different today. And they just straight up look at the camera and be like, Maybe it looks a little unreal. And I'm like, it's the cheesiest, campiest shit. And they play it up, but it looks amazing. If you have like a half hour to download it, you'll, you'll like there's a driving scene and a little bit of shooting. And then it's just like free roaming in the city and you have like full control over it. Like you could set the time of the day, the axis of the sun. You could like just do whatever you want. It's so cool. Check it out. Um, if a game is ever actually made on this in full scale, we're looking at like a 300 gig download, but whatever. This is oh the God. future where I'm okay well, with that. No, aren't, aren't they going to help that because they can like they can they can mimic the pattern so it takes up less space instead of having to make the asset yeah. over and over again yeah i think the reason why it was like such a big file is because like it has a city like just a yeah, fully exactly, rendered exactly. like ready to like zero pop in you could see from edge to edge of the map like it's ridiculous city but like yeah no ch- check it out genuinely it's it's, it's unreal <laughs> anyway there's a video game union now. Um, you know, hey, Finally. we've been we've been talking a lot about horrible work environments in, in, in the world of gaming. You know, if you've been following the show at all, uh, but the first North American video game union is is officially up and running from uh, Vodio Games, the creator of uh, a little little game known as Threes, which I think Stefano is is a fan of. I like that game is good. It's a good phone game. Yeah, it's a good phone game. It's a good little so mobile good. game. It does math. I'm surprised that this is the first time we're getting a union for a video game company. Like I, I don't know. Honestly, I'm I'm not that tuned into that aspect of the of the industry. But like, it's surprising to me that we're at the end of 2021. Like this article came out December 15th that they're talking about this. We're just getting our first video game union. The problem is we live in a world where we listen to video game journalists talk about things, and if you ask them, we should have been unionized a long time ago. Hmm. Um, not, not that I disagree with unionization. I'm just, it, I don't think it was as popular um, in companies. It's as popular in companies as it is. Do you, do you genuinely, do you think we would have seen like video game unionization taking place, even on like, you know, not, not to discredit this, like even on like a small scale studio like this, if it weren't for the things that are currently going on in other parts of the industry? You mean like the rampant abuse? Of yeah, you know the rampant abuse and uh, you, you know, I think misconduct that can cause more. I think that can cause more unions to pop up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, agreed. I'm I'm curious to see where this goes because historically companies don't like unions. Sure, because it defends yeah. employees, so they can't abuse them. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, hold on, we can't abuse our employees anymore. <laughs> no, wait take it down, shut what's it off. What's the point then? <laughs> Dan House is like, wait a minute, hold on. I can't enforce eighty-hour work weeks. <laughs> what the hell yeah. am I going to do? I can't. I can't force my employees to die in a in a tornado. It was a landslide, wasn't Fucking it? Amazon. Oh my god. Wasn't that a landslide? No, it was, no, it was no, in it was, Kentucky. Wait, no. what happened? The, the so there was like a four state wide uh tornado that just happened uh throughout the united states uh we like here in, in uh, ontario we were experiencing like a like 100 kilometer winds and stuff yeah, like it was that. wild so it was, it right it was very bad 
Um, but uh, well, the wind yeah, is like, outside the house, Pasquale. That's why. Yeah, I can still hear it. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, like a tornado ripped across four states, uh, and it ended up ripping through an Amazon warehouse, killing six people. <laughs> and and they, they was, were they ahead, were sorry. not allowed to leave because they were told if you leave, you will not have a job. Yo, fuck that! I don't give a shit. Yeah, there was a text thread between one of the gentlemen who died and his wife being like, "Hey, I know it's really bad out there, but they said I can't leave." So what? And then she just never heard from him again. Was was this the one where they're like, he like they weren't allowed to have their phones either? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Probably. They're like, "I'm not allowed to leave. I can't have my phone." Like they're making us work. Like this is messed that's up. Dude. Sweatshop like levels almost. Yeah. It, well, it, and then I'm pretty sure that dude's dead. Yeah, <laughs> he died. Like, yeah. like he, he unfortunately died in the in the natural disaster. But like the whole situation leading up to that, and you know everything that led to that being a possibility, is messed up beyond all recognition. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe we do need unions. But come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. <laughs> come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. <laughs> Come on, Jeffrey, you unionize it. it. That's right. That's right. It's good. Yeah, that's scary. I can't even imagine. I've worked for many a union in my life. I have not. I worked for a union at Superstore. That's a good show. (laughs) They also had a tornado on that show. They also had a tornado on that show. Yeah. yeah. And they also were not Uh, allowed to leave. (laughs) Well, they couldn't. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Damn, man. Um, Life imitates art. <laughs> yeah, right. They tried to unionize and they also got busted pretty yeah. fast. So no one died in that. Yeah. They just made out. Someone died. It's in kind that. of a downer. Didn't yeah. they found someone's foot? That's a different story. Which <laughs> that's a different storyline. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they ever resolved who whose foot that belonged to. Yeah, no, but they it's know who season did threes. It. I know we're, we're going off of like a pretty dark talk uh, topic, <laughs> but like they added the sixth season to Netflix and it's set like during the pandemic. Yeah, I watched so it all... like. I streamed it before. and oh, Of course, yeah, because this, this is stuff that you watch. You don't watch yeah. any of the classics. No. Nothing that allows you to, like, connect with us on a deeper level. But no. you'll binge season six of Superstore the Absolutely. day it goes on Netflix. Absolutely. No, yeah. not, not the day it went on Netflix. Like, I, I uh, torrented it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, hold on. Like, hold on. Well, what do you Alleged- mean by Allegedly. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> what? Who said what? <laughs> Jesus, no one on this podcast, Basquale's views do not represent that of the Let's Get Game podcast. If he decides to torrent things, we we disavow him. Yeah. You've been disavowed, sir. Welcome to the LGGP union. Um, (laughs) If if you you want to throw out any allegations, you're going to have to go through us first, okay? I don't know. Kind kind of bringing it back to this article, (laughs) now that we've covered every other possible tangent. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that we're going to see more unionization across the gaming industry? And and Probably. and I yes. wanted I want to hear from you. Who do you think is going to be one of the big guys to get into it? Blizzard, Ooh, Ubi. Yeah. You, Blizzard you Ubi, I think, yeah. I think it'll be Ubi first because I think they're the they'll allow it to happen. They're I think Blizzard's too stupid. Like <laughs> they keep doing things no, to get in their scummy. own way. <laughs> like like. What was the thing that they did something recently that I was like, why did you do that? Like, if they like Blizzard fired somebody, (laughs) if if Blizzard gets a union, it'll be comprised of ex board members that were let go. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it'll be a manager's union. I kind of agree. I I think Ubisoft Ubisoft would be like the cool, like, you know, high school kids that like just want to do the right thing. So they'll like get a union for like the free 
praise. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And hopefully they actually do their job because, you know, Ubisoft is not innocent when it comes to all this uh, allegation stuff that's been thrown back and forth. Right. So um, we'll see. I, I would be really surprised if Blizzard, you know, makes an announcement that they've unionized. Like the, there's no way. I don't think it's going to happen. Not mm-hmm. currently in, in this climate. Not yet. Yeah. Eventually. You think we're ever going to see one of the big threes getting a union? Um, like Nintendo at the other time? Yeah. Um, no. I, I think Nintendo because Nintendo cares about their employees. I could see it yeah. happening, but it wouldn't be for many, many years. That, that's why I don't think Nintendo would ever need a union because it's all like Japanese culture, like very honor bound. Like there's it's no very like, different over there. Yeah. Yeah. Like they wouldn't, it would be like dishonorable to unionize against your, your boss and they'd have to like commit Senpoku or something. <laughs> Senpoku? Yeah. Whatever that's a new Nintendo game, Senpoku? right? That's the one coming out on, on mobile, I think. That's what they announced. Yeah. An NFT. Well, Vodio Games, congratulations for uh, the new NFT. Yeah. Uh, Vodio Games, congratulations for the groundbreaking work that you're putting into the North American video game market with your with the first unionization. One quick um, question. Yeah. It specifies North American. Does that mean other continents have? I imagine like, just, just European like, I'd have to imagine that like work laws around the world are probably much better than they are in the U.S. And I know they say North yeah. America, but I know they're talking about just like the <laughs> like America. Yeah, I think America is like the leading uh, leading founder of like let's not care about our employees. <laughs> I, and I say that knowing that other countries have like literal sweatshops, but you know, I'm not going to well, fact check that. Okay, so we're not going <laughs> to talk about China again. Okay, <laughs> you want to you want to bring up China? Here we no, go. We only got like one or two more episodes we, left this year. We haven't heard one for a while, so go for it. <laughs> yeah, China's been Fuck behaving. They must be listening mean? to these episodes. <laughs> no, they have no, they're not behaving. They're already banning shit. Fucking Tencent's coming in here, buying a bunch of companies, renaming them Infinite Level or whatever the hell. Level Infinite. They're getting them ready for NFTs. And fucking Jeff Keeley's going on stage being like, Yeah, Activision's stupid, but then here's a bunch of ads for a bunch of Tencent level developers. That makes sense. They're just enslaving fucking a bunch of people. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> anyway. I'm upset. I'm upset. <laughs> you know what to say. I hate him. Fuck China. There it is. The government. The government, the government to be clear. <laughs> not, not the people of China. They're fine. Oh, man. The Chinese government. <laughs> I respect them. I respect them thoroughly. <laughs> do you want me the to people. help you? Do you want me to help you dig this hole? Or like, are you good on your own? <laughs> Listen, I've, I've been, oh, I've been edging ne- edging him towards it. You've been, you've been edging him. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, hold oh. on now. Whoa. I know we were like pretty comfortable with each other's shit, but oh. you know, we, we, we could talk about the color of our feces, but uh, you know, the edging is just off the tape. This is not what we signed up for. Oh, do we wear no. pants when we do this podcast? It, I wasn't aware. I'm not wearing pants. Who's wearing pants? Who's off wearing the table pants on a or podcast? On, is it off the table or under the table? And it depends. I'm always <laughs> under the table. Yeah, all right. Hey, Bully 2's back in development. <laughs> hey. uh, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. It's allegedly, allegedly back in development. <laughs> so uh, Bully 2 was expected as a potential surprise reveal at the Game Awards last week after some people had been shown some material alluding to a reveal soon. This is like the most like, soon. maybe kind of sort of, you know, hey, do you remember Bully? What if it gets a second game? Yeah, okay. It sounds like... 
It sounds like when we asked Pasquale if you can play a D and D. I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe I gotta go. Maybe possibly if the stars align and uh, everything works out. But you know, I feel like it's gonna be the year twenty twenty six. Hold on, now let's go further. I feel like it's gonna be the year twenty seventy seven, which is oh. which is a very special year. We're gonna be watching like the NFT driven <laughs> game awards, and we're gonna also have a rumor that Bully Two is in development again like this game he's, is the white Jeff whale he's gonna roll out he's gonna roll out on <laughs> his like, wheelchair, wheelchair he's gonna have a hover chair at that point dude what are you talking about he's gonna be wheeling no, around like the peasants he's gonna have a sign on the back of it saying like i don't know like gillette fusion razor three it'll be tattooed <laughs> on his forehead that's right that's right yeah and he's gonna announce kojima's next movie <laughs> kojima's just gonna be a head in the jar Cold head in a jar. Kojima's next movie. He doesn't even make games anymore. Just all of his he, movies are actually. He wants it. to make a movie studio, so. Yes, they they had Kojima come out at the Game Awards to announce someone else's movie, just to yeah, say that he was there. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to have <laughs> Kojima at the Game Awards. Come on. The Guimir del Toro, or, or how do you say Gabe <laughs> Newell, as you all called him when you saw Gabe, him, Gabe Newman. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> So uh, oh, apparently man. there was a tweet by a game informer by a game informer associate editor who tweeted the bully logo and then he had the you know the tag was new story coming to you soon to uh, the numeric uh, two. Uh, so cheeky. And apparently Fucker. that's all you need to start a rumor on, on today's <laughs> day. Fan- in fairness, a game informer cover of bully two would be literally stop the presses we're recording the podcast that day i don't care what day it is christmas day fucking my birthday leo's birthday we are getting on the microphone and we are recording an episode about bully 2 and the game informer i i think video on but here's the thing they're never going to release it because they're always working on gta no they're working on gta online they well yeah to be specific coming coming. i mean I, i think this is a rare situation where this is a game that we've all played right bully bully yeah. yeah like chris have you played this one? Oh yeah yeah okay do you, do you think that first of all it's one of the best games ever made listen like okay. it's it's so much better than it has any right to be <laughs> well, you, want, you want to talk about twinging the nostalgia needles okay i remember 12 year old stefano going to the library waddling his way over there being waddling. all nerdy and <laughs> With my long hair, donut, it was not good when I deleted all the photos of evidence of this time in my life. Oh, get in, get in my PlayStation magazine, Bully 2 inside, Bully 1, new Gogstar game <laughs> from the makers of Grand Theft Auto 3. You announced Bully 2. Oh my god, <laughs> announced Bully 2 back Damn, then. Bully 2 Ooh, was uh, in there. <laughs> just I mean, fucking reading the same issue over and over again. That in Assassin's Creed. Over I, over again. I honestly probably played uh bully probably the most recently because I only played it within like the last 10 years or so. Oh, you played the remake too. or the remaster. The I, I played it on uh the, the PC port. Okay. Bullsworth edition, as they call it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got it on uh Steam sale for like like a dollar or thirty or something like that. Uh it, it's one of the best games I think I've ever played, only because of it I, I think the reason why we associate so hard with it and that you know it holds a place in our heart is because it was a game of us just beating up people making fun of us, which was something As, that like we I said, I yep. waddled to the library. I needed this. <laughs> You're just slowly, slowly living vicariously over the through the game. Yeah. 
like, oh, dude, this this dude's like, he's at a private school. He's taking over. He gets to go down to like the carnival whenever he wants on like his rocket bike. <laughs> like, it's awesome. He's a really I dope shop class. Dude, I, I, I don't know why. Maybe this says a lot about me as a person, but like my favorite part of the game was like going to class and like getting 100%. those upgrades and like, you know, unlocking the stink bomb and everything and being like, like, that's why I went to chemistry class. <laughs> How do I commit a chemical warfare? Perfect. I'm good to go. Let's I, let's go win the I walked teddy bear. Into science, I walked into science class in high school and started pressing like letters on the paper. And I was like, is this how this works? Do I have to like do like a, a time-based rhythm to learn this? No? Oh, whoops. I, I played the league. That's, so what the hell? Looking at how Rockstar is currently, do you guys want Bully 2? Hell yes. Yes. Yeah? Do you, so, do you think they'll be able, like with their current team, you think they'll be able to, to to make a sequel to this game that it deserves based on how you remember 100%. it through the layers of nostalgia? They have only missed one time, and it wasn't even them that missed, and it was yeah. the GTA remake. I agree. So I agree 100%. I, I have full faith. All right. Well, hopefully I, I, I want it to be as high fidelity. Go ahead, sorry. That's assuming they're Spoiler making ahead. it. Well, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, I what else are they doing? They're not making Grand Theft Auto Six. Yes, GTA you think Online. They're making Red Dead Redemption Three or some shit. They're not doing anything, dude. <laughs> they're they're count they're counting money. <laughs> well, they're All supposed their employees to, are there counting money. Eight hours to, a day. They're supposed to have a new IP that uh, they finally canceled that they announced like what 12, 15 years ago. The agent, right? Yeah, that one. That oh, one's yeah. finally dead in the water. Okay, can they remake or make an LA Noir Two? For the love of God. No. Also, no. Please. No. No, that was good. That game wasn't that good. That it game was, wasn't that good. It was exciting. My favorite thing, and, and the worst part is, I'm going to do this impression, and this is a audio-based podcast, <laughs> but like for me to do this, it has to be video visualized, so I will like try to describe this after I do but it. I'll, do, I'll, so it's like, I'll describe you what you're doing. Okay. So, uh, Close captions. So, so uh, <laughs> to describe the scene. He sat up. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to be the detective. Pat, I'm gonna ask you. Uh, mm. You're 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 gonna be the detective. You're gonna okay. ask me a question about uh, a murder or some sort of crime, and then I will give you my answer. Okay. Okay. This is improv. <clears throat> I got a question for you about a murder or some sort of crime. I don't know nothing about no murder. <laughs> Stephanie, you got to do the. He lives back and forth shiftily. It. Yeah. You say shiftily. Yeah. Shifty eyed. That's a good one. It's it, it was so funny because like some of the stuff would be the and then it, you would get some uh characters that they would be like, So, where were you yesterday? It's like, I don't know. And then they're like deadpan, and then you're supposed to know that they're lying to you. Well, to be fair, like that was back in a time where like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that easy to PS3. show expression <laughs> facial through triangular polygons, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like with, right now, I mean, shit, now they could do the, it. Ma- the Matrix demo, like my god, man, they, they were definitely doing where I'm like, this is a video. This is not a, like this is <laughs> this is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that first scene when you see Keanu, I'm like, this is that's him, right? Like you're fucking with me. Yeah, I thought it was like <laughs> I thought it was a video. They're starting with like, oh, like that's cool. They got Rihanna to come in and like you know do a little little introduction. No, <clears throat> you know what the worst thing is? Way back in the day when like I was still young and I would see the new type of like. Uh, 
CG and animations mm. and quality and everything. I'm like, this is real life, whatever. Now you look back and I'm like, this was trash. I like, remember <laughs> playing the original Tomb Raider game and being embarrassed when my parents <laughs> walked in because I was basically porn. Yeah, those polygon movies. Yeah. 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 And now I watched like, yeah. Kim Possible. Triangle boobies are where it's at. Mm. Kim Possible or Shigo? Shigo. Yeah, easily, right? Come on. Yeah, no. 100%. Can I ruin Kim Possible for you? Oh, my God. Uh, sure. Go. As long as it doesn't ruin Shigo, I don't care. No, it, it ruins any female character on Kim Possible. Look up look up a picture of Kim Possible right now. Oh, okay. Does, when you say look up a picture of this uh, teenage so, like, girl, what do you, what do you say? I'm saying look at the, that the art for Kim yeah. Possible. Okay, the art style. Now, anytime that she's got a like frown, right? Tell me that's not a mustache with her smiling with a little <laughs> smile. I know, I know, I know. I've now ruined. I now have ruined this for you because now you cannot <laughs> see Kim Possible with Look, a Dago mustache. I know that you were I, trying to ruin the art style of Kim Possible, but all this has done is teach me that there's a live action Kim Possible movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, it came yeah, out in 2019. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that. That's Shigo. Yeah, I don't know, know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, no, this isn't good. <laughs> why does why this looks like a, this looks like a Disney movie that came yeah. out in like 2008? Yeah, you you tried to ruin it, but I think it's too ingrained in my brain that that is still her mouth. Yeah, jokes on you. I'm into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we got a game to play or something. I don't know. Maybe, oh, yeah. Yeah, Bully 2 is eventually coming out, maybe. Oh, and one more thing. But, uh, you, what? Spally. Yeah, but Splinter Cell is coming out. And it's going to be ruined, so stop. I don't it. you dare. It better be good. And so, so help me God, if they don't get Michael Ironside to do the voice of Sam Fisher again, somebody's going to pay. Like, well, good news for you, Squally, because we hired Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if he can pull it off, I'd like to see it. <laughs> this game is going to be awful, and I'm really, I'm sorry already. See, but Steph, you've been right. hyped about just, shit just to clarify because you jumped onto well. this. What what so game you, are you talking about? Splinter Cell. Which which one? The first one. It's a remake. They're remaking the original Splinter Cell. Yes. And for some reason, you think it's going to be good. I'm very, I'm All hopeful. Right. Get get ready to die on that hill. Okay. Listen, I will die out here and I, I know what you're gonna say, Pasquale. I've been hyped about things that ended up being bad. So yeah. so you need to you need to hear me as the no, person as I, the resident no. person who is hyped but, about things that he shouldn't be hyped for. But there's no, been do you stuff remember before. Yes, I remember. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Try to <laughs> learn from me. No, <laughs> I know, but there has been stuff. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Chris laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's my evil laugh yeah. <laughs> chris <laughs> worked on amps that's right <laughs> but there's been times when you've um not been hyped for something and it comes out really well so that's not once promoting name, one time. name one time i can't think of specifically but i know I mean, it's happened listen i only like things that are good and i only dislike things that are bad we know this is true that's why i don't like Zelda. that's bad okay hey, you're already discrediting yourself <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't like yeah. things that are good. He only likes things that are bad. I'd yeah. rather you go back to shitting on the Chinese, honestly. <laughs> At least that yeah, we all. Manage. Sorry, the government. The Chinese the government. government. <laughs> Chinese government. Yeah, he loves Chinese food. Use your orange shit. <laughs> 
That's a medical or condition. Pets. You know, I, I opened up to you about that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the circle of trust, and you just went and threw that back in his face. Yeah, way to go. Don't throw his shit in his face. Yeah, how dare you throw my shit in my face? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? Come on, man. It's got it's rich in beta carotene. You You're a real piece of work. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, let's play What's That Game. Yep. All right, so we're coming up to the end of the show. That means, as is tradition in the year 2021, we play a little game called What's That Game? A game where one of us describes the game so poorly, and the other ones have a total of 10 yes or no questions to identify the identity of the unidentified game. Chris, you won last week's episode of What's That Game? Which means you were the host, good sir. So in your own time, whenever you're ready, your game described poorly is... Child endangerment always makes for great gameplay. Okay. Say that again. Child, Child endangerment, endangerment Child. always makes for great gameplay. Hmm. All right. Ten yes or no questions starting now. I'll I'll take the first one. Sure. Is this game based off of an existing property? Yes. Okay. So good to know. For gut instinct says it's a South Park game. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. Has this game come out? last 10 years no so not not the current south park games it could also not have been released yet but no and chris it's some obscure arcade cabinet that like you know was available in a korean gas station okay no and patrick is a game that's inside of another game yeah Yeah, okay i'm not doing this one so what do you want (laughs) (laughs) so it's a game based Uh, off an exist existing franchise is this game based off of a uh cartoon no okay so that rules out rugrats and south park you know the child endangerment in rugrats have you watched rugrats yeah but there's never a parent around those kids are always getting up they got lost in the jungle in one episode and that's a good show that's a great movie anyway (laughs) they got lost in a foreign country yeah and then eaten by a t-rex yeah Yeah, it's messed up man CPS will be called so fast. It's so is this game an exclusive? No. Okay. We know it. So it's based off an existing property, not a cartoon, not an exclusive, and it's been released at minimum 10 years, years ago. ago. Is this right. a platformer? Yes. Mm, it is a platformer. Okay. Mm. Is this you game are, you are able to guess now that is five? Is this game holiday themed? Yes. Because you told me to. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a question. We're not counting that one. <laughs> I specifically requested this, but I want to confirm that it is in fact it, holiday. This themed. is this is holiday themed. So okay. So we are at five. Uh, okay. Is it? I'm assuming it's not Christmas because you asked if it was Christmas. Is this game? Um, let's just. Is it a Christmas game? Yeah. It's based around Christmas. Did this game sense. come out? How do I ask this? In, in a way that doesn't ruin it. Are you home alone in this game? <laughs> Potentially. Okay. <laughs> is this game home alone? <laughs> no, this is not home alone. Oh. Home alone had a game? Home alone had a game. It was really bad. Huh. So you could potentially be home alone. It was home. It was like on the NES. <laughs> it was, is this, it was is a this bad game, game, dude. Is this game pre 3D? Yes. Okay. 2D. 
Two and when I say that, when I say that uh, is that uh, I mean like was it made before three D games were made? Not like was it two D? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> no, because like you could ask a question like, is this game in in three D? And you could say no, like it could still be new. I'm just trying to gauge what I can. No, no, no. Yeah. So two, early nineties or earlier. Um, it's a platformer. Mm-hmm. It's a multi console platformer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Based on the existing franchise. Mm-hmm. And I'm being extremely pedantic on this. You're being, I'm sorry, what? I'm being extremely pedantic on this. I don't know what that means. I think he means pedantic. Oh. Pedantic. Sorry. It's, uh, it's fine. Um, I don't know what that means either, but I'm just, I, I just know it's a word. <laughs> very picky. Yeah, oh, okay. Exactly. I'm being a picky little boy. Did somebody ask if this is part of a series? We have not asked that yet. Is this part of a series? Yes. Okay. They made more than one of these games? Jesus. Child Endangerment. <laughs> one more time. Child Endangerment. Child Endangerment always makes for great gameplay. Is that level in Mario where you steal the baby penguin and throw it off the edge? <laughs> that's specific. <laughs> <laughs> so that specific level, Christopher. That's a 3D no. game. <laughs> no, it's it a 3D game. That's true. Yeah, that is a 3D moment. game, yeah. That is and a festival. That is, that is also console exclusive. <laughs> and yeah, and, and console exclusive. And not a yeah, okay. Well, you, sure. Fair. One more uh one more uh, on this one. It was 3D, I think. Child endangerment. It's a child endangerment for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Because who who's the child that's in danger? Is it the main character that's in danger? Or are they killing children? Like, you know, like what's going on, right? Like <laughs> Right, the endangerment part, and it's Christmas too. So, like, mm-hmm. based off of an existing franchise, and it's part of a series, which is mm-hmm. man, very is it toughy? Specific. It is very tough. Is it it's Pokemon? Is not Pokemon. You got one more uh, ask for um, for a clue. Is this based off of a movie franchise? Yes, <sighs> I thought that would help more. <laughs> Christmas game part of a franchise. Is it ET? It's not ET. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It was a good guess though. So we ruled out ET, Rugrats, South Park, and Home Alone. God. I mean, Pasquale, you still have uh, you still have like both of it's your Christmas guesses. Themed, just Christmas themed. Like, I got nothing. Like, how many Christmas games are there? A lot. At, I Googled at least it. 20. <laughs> Time, I still have yeah, one I'm more guest, right? I still have one I'm more guest, yeah. Do we determine if it was left. if it was a platformer? Yeah, that yes, was yes, there's a platformer. Squad, we don't have any more questions, anything? right? We're out of questions. You're is out of it questions. Yeah. Clay Fighter? No, it's not Clay Fighter, because Clay Fighter is a fighting game, not a platformer. Oh yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you got nothing oh, else. I we had one more question. No, you used it. Pat Pat asked if it was part of a movie franchise. Oh yes. <clears throat> it's part of a movie franchise. That's good to know. So, Pasquale and Pat have one guess each. I'm mean, gonna need you to uh, come up with something. I'm drawing a full. On I blank. have a blank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Child endangerment has never been so fun. <sighs> I feel like I'm gonna be really annoyed when you say it to me too. Yeah, no, like, son of a bitch. No, it's gonna be someone's like someone's gonna be someone's gonna be very upset. Is it me? Someone's going to be very upset. Just just out of pride, even though I know it's not going to be this, but I, I got nothing else. It's, I'm just going to go with, with my homeboy, The Binding of Isaac. 
<laughs> no, it's not bonding advice. <laughs> Great Christmas game. Yeah, it is. Uh, All right, calling. Just I, was, I don't know. I just saw something online. Duke Nukem Nuclear Winter. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. <clears throat> Patrick Dennehy, I'm so sorry. Oh no. This game was Home Alone 2. Oh, lost in New bitch. York. <laughs> and that's Come on, why he said man. Being, and that's why he said he's being pedantic. Oh. Yeah. He always gets me. He got me with Mega Man. Now he oh. got me with, with Home Alone 2. <laughs> Fucking Mega Man did. Next time, Jesus ask Christ. That's why I said, even when you're like, does this have to do with something with being Home Alone? I said, possibly. <laughs> He's I was like, there's no home. way it has to be Home Alone, dude. That's He's not technically home. Is that a guess? It's like, is it Home Alone? You're like, no. Then immediately that part of my brain shut off. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <it's not home. laughs> move on to the next one. If I had That's known there have been Home Alone games, I would have maybe guessed it. But I'm sorry. This, is, this was also awarded the worst movie to game uh, in 1996. Was, was that the one that was made by Bethesda? <laughs> no, this one was uh, made by THQ. Oh, okay. Yeah, and because uh, I know was, Bethesda made the first one, didn't they? Um, I I can't remember if it was Bethesda or not, but like this one was actually used off of an old Simpsons engine that was oh, for the course, NES. Yeah. What was that um, one? Was it a claim with the rainbow? Yes. Fucking love a claim. Yeah, a claim so who bad. bought LGN. Yeah, so bad they're awful. I don't like this game, but hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Let's Gaming Podcast, Chris. Your your crown is secured for one more week. One more week, baby. One more week, and I, I we are going to be having a special episode. I think of the grand finale of what's that game, as maybe a bonus episode we could put out and uh, wrap it up because maybe we'll uh, have a new game into the new year. Mm-hmm. See how that Ooh. goes. Just to keep everybody a little bit interested, to keep things a little bit spicy. But until then, I've been your host Patrick Denny. Thank you for listening to. Let's Get Gaming Podcast. You can listen to us anywhere that podcasts can be listened to. Google Play, Apple, Spotify, Pixel Music, whatever. We're on everything, dude. Anchor <laughs> FM, of course. Thank you for that. And of course, hey, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes or other platforms that allow you to tell about things on those things and then put the button. Oh, it gets late. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're on Twitter. Let's GG Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Denny. Join this week. Pasquale Galuzzo. Way goodbye. <laughs> What? <laughs> what was that? What was that? Uh, what you know, you do? I, I think I had a stroke. Just keep it consistent. You always gotta rip sound. No, I have no consistency. Keep you on your toes. I can't tell if you were trying to do a Jamaican accent. No, <laughs> not at all. I don't know if I need to cut that out or not. No, it stays in. It stays in. He. It's only fitting that he started the episode with a home run, only to fucking fumble it in the last inning of the game with the world's worst outro I've ever heard. You say that, but you're all laughing. So, you. so check me. <laughs> You've killed Pat. You've killed again. This is, this is the ad recording all over again. Holy shit. I never found the cold open at the end of an episode before. <laughs> Jesus Christ. cold ending. I can't. Cold ending. Squally, do the outro. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> All right. And joined with me today is me, <laughs> Stefano Fontana. Keep your stick on the ice. 
And Chris. And Chris Montpetit. <laughs> Keep the chase and fill the animal. <laughs> Good line. <laughs> Patrick Dennehy. <laughs> Get <out of> <laughs>